Welcome to RIT Talk. We're here to raise awareness about mental health. One way of doing that is to talk about it. And that's what we're going to do. Have a great day. Don't quit. And keep pushing forward. Today, we're going to talk with Hiro. Take it away, Hiro. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, Barry. Hi. Hello, everybody. Yeah, my name's Hiro Magania. Um, I've been an EMS here for about 17 years since uh, 2005. Um, I was, uh, I've been in Yuma since 1997. So I practically, I, I was raised in Los Angeles, California. Um, moved down here when I was, uh, pretty much to go to high school. So graduated from Yuma High in 2001, go criminals. Um, and yeah, around 2001, I graduated. Um, that's uh, pretty much when I, uh, I did the co-op program that the local fire department offers. So the city okay. of Yuma has a co-op program and uh, I went ahead and, uh, and, you know, participated in that program. You actually go on there, they assign you some mentors and uh, do ride-alongs, you know, so actually go on real calls and everything. And so I think that really gave me the push that I needed to actually see what it was like, you know, life as a firefighter. So okay. that's really, I think where I got my push, but, um, but yeah, I've been married uh, for around the same time I've been in EMS. So I literally, we got married in uh, in 05 in around July. And then around November, a couple months after is when I started EMS. So oh, I have okay. totally, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was right there three. So it kind of worked out perfect. You know, I had a, you know, my last job and kind of transitioned into it and it all worked pretty good. Um so I got married, uh, you know, three months after, started EMS and uh, kind of been, you know, doing that since then. Um, I have uh, five kids. Uh, me and my wife, we, we were foster parents for okay. over 10 years. And we ended up adopting uh, our kids through foster care, uh, four of them through foster care and one of them through one of our uh, my wife's family. Um, so I have a total of five uh, currently at home, only two. My two daughters remain at home. So family of four right now at home. Right. Yeah. So that's right. me. That's me in a nutshell. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You kind of you kind of touched on this a little bit, but if, if you want, elaborate a little bit more um, why you chose firefighting. Firefight. Yeah. So initially believe it or not well you, you you probably will believe it once I tell you um I wanted to be a chef that's that was my first uh I you know first that. career choice so right. now you see me cook around the fire station I kind of have the best of both right um I did so all my years in high school which you know probably is not much but you know I did four years of uh the the cooking there at high school I had my elective was always cooking because I wanted to go to AWC they have a cooking program okay. And then from there, I was going to transition to one of the, the cooking schools, the Culinary Art uh, Institute schools. And so that was the route I was going with, you know, I kind of had a okay. passion for for food and just, you know, just trying, trying to do that as a career. But um, once I, you know, got into EMS, I, I think, like I said, uh, doing the co-op program, doing the ride-alongs, kind of getting to see, I mean, I, I, I really thought, you know, 
I mean, just, you know, being, uh, you know, here for the community and just helping other people and, you know, just the type of job that EMS is, you know, it's, it's like the unknown, you know, every day you go to work, um, you don't know, you know, when the, when the tones go off and you're going off on, you know, to your call, I mean, you don't know what kind of call or what kind of situation. Yeah. Um, but the fact that, you know, I've, I've always been a, a people person, just kind of, you know, being around people, helping uh, whenever I can. I mean, I feel like I've been given like that servant type of uh, spirit in a sense. I mean, like I, I, you know, we respond to people's emergency, you know, it's their emergency, not ours, you know? So I think uh, having that empathy towards them and, and, you know, just kind of putting ourselves in, in their shoes, you know, if, if that was our emergency, you know, uh, how we would like somebody to, you know, help us or, or treat us. And so I think, uh, like I said, just, just the whole, you know, thrill in a sense. I mean, and I say that obviously with respect, because when we do go on a call, it means, you know, somebody's not having a good day, you know? So, yeah. so we show up and, and we try to do the best, you know, that we can, you know, and most of our calls, I mean, by nature and statistics and everything, you know, like 80%, 90% of our calls are EMS calls, you know, they're all yeah. medical calls. So, so most of the time there's, you know, some kind of a medical necessity going on, medical emergency. Um, my first two years in EMS, uh, I was an EMT when I first started. So I was an EMT and, and I think, uh, you know, as an EMT, you're, you're more limited to the patient care, the patient contact that you have, you know, you're, you're in a sense, the ambulance driver, when you're on the, on an ambulance, you know, you show up, you assist on scene, then, you know, you load up the patient, the paramedic goes in the back, and then you take them to the hospital, you know, we take them to get their higher level of care. So that's when I'm like, you know what, I want to, I want to learn more, I want to be more hands on. So that's when I okay. decided to, to take the medic, you know, I'm like, I want to be more hands on, kind of just, you know, kind of be there from start to finish in a way, you know, once we get them from the scene all the way to the hospital and then just kind of, kind of go through, through the whole process. So, so, I mean, I really enjoy, like I said, uh, you know, going uh, just every day is different. Um, you don't know what, what you could expect. And so, so I, I enjoy that. Um, like I said, sometimes it's like, you know, the unknown. So even though you might go to something, you might get dispatched to something. I mean, it could be something else. You something know? totally but, different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I, you know, and I did like the whole, you know, how, you know, you work with a crew. I mean, I like working with other people and just, you know, the whole dynamic of it. I mean, I thought was, was really good. Okay. All right. What, uh, what's one thing that you think could help improve um, firefighter mental health or first responder firefighter yeah. mental health? Um, yeah, you know what, I think really, um, you know, normally, I mean, uh, currently, uh, um, we work, you know, in crews, I mean, most of the time in the fire station on the fire truck, you know, we have four people. So, you know, there's that, I think we have to, you know, create that culture, you know, for, you know, because there's sometimes that stigma, you know, it's like, oh, it's, the you know, we're the fire family, the fire is our other family in a sense, but I think uh, we have to continue to build on that, you know, camaraderie, you know, that we have. I mean, I think that's important, you know, to be able to, you know, to go to work and be able, because we pretty much rely on each other, you know, we rely mm. on each other when we're there, you know what, I mean, because if somebody does something wrong, I mean, it makes everybody look bad, you know, if, if uh, you know, one of us in a sense, you know, 
gets hurt, you know, it should kind of affect all of us in that sense of like, man, you know, what could we have done to, you know, prevent this? So I think okay. we really, you know, we really have to have each other's backs and, and, and truly mean it, you know, when we're there. Um, because, you know, we're all adults. Uh, we all have situations, you know, whether at home and, and, you know, you know, it's kind of one of those things where they say, you know, don't bring your situation from home to work. I think our, our job kind of applies to it. You know, don't bring your situation at home to work or your, you know, like they normally say your work life to your home life. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of good to keep them separate, you know, in that, in that aspect, because I think we can function a little bit better. You know, we're, we're already deal, dealing with uh, like a high stress environment, you know, and everything that we do. I mean, the fact that, I mean, we're away from home. I mean, that's a stress in itself. You know, yeah. those are stressors that sometimes we don't think about, you know, we were home this year. Um, It was my first year, believe it or not, after 17 years that I actually was away for Christmas um, after mm. all my time in, in, in EMS. So, you know, it was bound to happen, you know, sooner or later. But that's part mm -hmm. of the job. You know, we miss birthday parties. We miss anniversaries. We, you know, all that stuff, I think, does compile. And sometimes we don't think about it, you know, besides the calls that we run on. You know, we run on, like I said, you know, and some, some, you know, calls and, and situations, I mean, the outcome is not what you want. And so obviously we add that to the factor, you know, then that also, you know, creates that extra, you know, mental health uh, awareness that, you know, that we try to just kind of brush it off sometimes, you know, but I think yeah. uh, we have to address it and deal with it and, and talk about it, you know, as best as we can. And I mean, we're taught, you know, we're taught going into this, you know, the whole aspect of, uh, you know, the critical incident, you know, st stress debriefing, you know, if there is a situation like, hey, you know, statistic tells us, you know, within 72 hours, as soon as we can, you know, talk to somebody about this or, or deal with it, you know, it's going to be the best uh, possible outcome, you know, to kind of kind of put that behind us in a sense. But, you know, in all reality, I don't think we ever put it, you know, it's still there. It's just kind of more, you know, on the back burner per se. But, but I think, uh, you know, you can probably contest, you know, there's a lot of calls we, we won't forget about, you know, we drive through places in town and we're like, Hey, this is where I ran a call. You know, this is what, yeah. where this happened. You know, you run through different situations like that. And it kind of, kind of brings it back sometimes, you know? I like it. I like it. Yeah. But like I said, I think definitely, definitely talking. I know, you know, even at home, I know like when I come home sometimes, you know, or if I had a, a bad situation, I know, um, you know, like I've talked to my wife about it, but sometimes, you know, it, it could be different because I think sometimes, you know, it's, uh, they don't understand perhaps, you know, because I mean, we're there, you know, 24 hours and, and it, it's, it's a different dynamic, but I think she does the best to, to hear me out and to understand. And, and, um, I think, uh, we have to have a good balance, you know, I think like our, you know, physical, you know, I know we stress physical fitness, you know, that's important, you know, so I think physical our emotional, and I think our even a spiritual aspect, you know, I think is important, a healthy balance, you know, your faith and, you know, everybody has, you know, all different kinds of backgrounds. And I think whatever is going to help you cope the best, I mean, I think there's no right, wrong or indifferent, you know, I think it's, it's the fact that, you know, we're able to cope with it and, you know, we're able to kind of put that behind us, you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's what should be important, you know. But, um, good to me. 
but yeah, I mean, having, I think surrounding yourself, uh, you know, with, with people that are going to support you, um, that are there to, you know, hear you out. Um, luckily, like I said, I, I, you know, at work, I can say we, we have, you know, a good group of guys that, that we can talk to, you know, I know there's, you know, there's always some people prefer to talk to certain people than others. And it's whoever, you know, people click with different people, uh, differently. Um, but I could say now being more on the, on the, on the engine is, you know, trying to build that relationship, you know, I'm trying to build that with, with my crew that I work with, you know, because that way we can have that, that connection, that dynamic, you know, on duty and off duty, you know, I think it's important, you know, because sometimes it's like, you know, we all go home, we all go back to our lot, you know, our, not, not our lives, but just our, our daily routine to back to our own families. But mm -hmm. I think we still have to make uh, ourselves available, you know, to, to each other. Because sometimes that's when it probably hit us the most. You know, once we leave, we leave work and we go home and, you know, we take that with us if we didn't really, you know, deal with it. Yeah. You know, but, um, but yeah, I mean, so far, like I said, I think, uh, I mean, I've, I've seen, you know, um, when I first got my paramedic, um, I, I did see, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people, you know, that passed away, you know, a lot of people that passed away. And I mean, we know that's life, right? I mean, we're, we're born and, and, you know, eventually we're destined to, you know, to die. But, you know, sometimes it's, it's sooner than later. It's not the way we wanted to go. And, you know, accidents happen and things happen. But, um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of that stuff, if, you know, this, I could say this, this career, it's one of those careers that, you know, you have to have a good uh, mental health, uh, you know, good head on your shoulders um, to be able to, you know, to go through a career and actually retire. You know, I've seen people start and and switch careers, you know, just because maybe once you actually are in it, in the thick of things, you're like, man, you know, this is, you know, this, uh, this is something that I'm maybe I'm not, you know, it's not good for me or, you know, I should try something else. And, and it's okay. You know, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's, like I said, it's, it's, it's a, it's a career that, that, you know, you really don't know until you're in it. Um, and actually working day to day, day in and day out, I mean, how, how the situations actually play out. Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty much uh, what I have on that. I don't know if I answered your question or I kind of. Sounds, sounds good to me. Okay. All right. Is there okay. anything else you want to add? Um, you know what? Uh, not really, unless there's something particular that you want me to like address or talk about. I mean, no. I think these, these conversations are, and it's needed, you know, just to talk about, I mean, a lot of times, you know, we leave work and, and, uh, I have, you know, seen that sometimes like, oh, when you leave, you know, don't talk about work. Right. We try to like, oh, just put it behind you. But I think as much as that is true, I mean, I think there's, there's a time and place and, and you know, when, when to do it, you know, when, mm -hmm. if there is something that you have to address. And, uh, I guess I could say also, I mean, as men, right. As men, you know, we don't want to feel vulnerable. And I think, you know, you guys have mentioned it before, you know, we don't want to feel vulnerable, you know, we're men, we're tough, you know, we're, we're taught to be strong and, mm -hmm. and, you know, that's, you know, we, we can't let our feelings out, you know, and, and you know i told my wife all the time i'm like hey i'm human too i'm like i have feelings too right but i get it we're built different in a sense you know where we're not maybe as emotional you know but either way i mean i think uh for a healthy 
you know, mindset and a, and a clear, a clear mind. I mean, I think we, we still have to address those, those issues, you know, we have to be honest with ourselves, you know, and because I know when I'm having a bad day, like I know it. And sometimes I'm just kind of, kind of trying to deny it to myself. Like, no, I'm fine. You know, or my wife will notice it or somebody will notice it. Right. Because it does come out in how we act and what we do and people notice it. And I think we just have to, you know, the fact of being maybe too transparent sometimes, you know, it puts us in that vulnerable state and we don't know how the other, our peers might feel about it. And I think we have to, you know, be able to, to talk about it and also be the, the ears to hear somebody else out. You know what I mean? And I think it comes back to what I said in the beginning. Um, you know, it's like when we run on these calls, you know, we have to put ourselves like if that was our call, if that was our emergency, you know, it's having that, you know, they teach us that going through through the class, you know, there's having that empathy, you know, towards, uh, you know, the, the family, towards, you know, our patient, you know, having that empathy, you know, we get woken up, sometimes we have a good sleep going on, right, we're sleeping at night, we get woken up and, oh, it's because, you know, we might think it's something simple or something, you know, this could have waited till the morning, but hey, you know, that's not for us, I think, to to say. It's like they called us, we're there. Where you go. You know, that that's I mean, we have no control over that. And mm. and I think we have to put our, you know, a lot of times, even though, you know, like I said, we might feel tired, we might feel however, I mean, I think uh we have to be there because, you know, every time that 911 gets activated and we show up, you know, we need to be professional and you know our patients, our, our community, you know, they're wanting us to, to be the experts at that moment, you know, they need help. And mm -hmm. somehow or another, we have the tools to fix them and to make them feel better. And that's what we have to try to do, you know, and all we can do our best. And that's kind of having that positive mindset, you know, when you show up on scene, and I always try to, you know, think for the best possible outcome, you know, the best possible okay. outcome in that situation. And that's all you can do. You kind of adapt, overcome and try to make the best that you, that you know that you've been trained to, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Right. But yeah, that's, that's, that's what I, what I have to say about that. I'm going on calls and whatnot. All right. Sounds good. All, all right. right. Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, no problem. And, uh, Thank you for inviting me. All right. Have a great day. All right, Barry. Appreciate it.